Aloha, everyone, and welcome to our Mentoring Monday podcast. My name is Sydney Shiflett, and I am from Fort Collins, Colorado. I'm currently double majoring in political science and intercultural peace building and minoring in entrepreneurship. So before we get started, we want to begin with some announcements. We want to thank our guest from last Friday's Aloha Friday podcast, Namdi Okonkwo. And for our Aloha Friday podcast this week, we'll be having PJ Rogers as our guest on May 20th at 3 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Next Monday, we will have Brian Chambers as our guest for our Mentoring Monday podcast on May 23rd at 3 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And I will now introduce our speaker. So today we have for our guest is Sam Mangakahia, and he grew up on the Sunshine Coast in Noosa, Australia. His Maori background has shaped much of the inspiration behind his art. Sam served a mission in Busan, South Korea, and soon after received a partial scholarship to play basketball for Community College in Nebraska. He graduated from BYU Hawaii in 2020 with a major in graphic design, a minor in painting, and a certificate in, entrepre in entrepreneurship. He spent many years learning about and creating Polynesian-inspired art. His main mediums have been guitars and ukuleles. Sam takes his client's story and tells it through indigenous carvings on the surface of their instrument, crafting a truly unique piece. Sam has done work for clients you may know, like Stan Walker, Kolohe Kai, Josh Tatofi, and Dylan Pakele. He is planning on future projects with Jack Johnson and Paula Funga. After graduating from BYU Hawaii, Sam was blessed to be sealed to his wife, Shalei, and together they work full-time on their startup company, Shaka Tribe. All right, and now I will introduce our speaker and let him come on, Sam. Hello. What's up? How are you? It's good. I'm here in Florida. It's uh, It's been a sort of a nice uh, trip up the island for a little bit. But I'm happy to be on the show and ready to answer or talk about sort of the journey that I've been on. Okay, well, great. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and we're so excited to be able to talk to you today and um, for the learning opportunity that this is going to be for our students. So I gave a bit of an introduction about you. Is there anything else that you would like to add that I may have missed? Um, yeah, that was a pretty extensive uh, bio. <laughs> I promise it was everything that you sent in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Uh, adding on to that, I guess we'll, we'll sort of talk more about it um, throughout mm -hmm. the, the um, what do you call this, podcast. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that covers a lot. Okay, awesome. Well, we are so excited to be talking to you today. So... Um, as we're reading through your bio, it talked about some of the companies that you've started or that you've worked for. Would you mind explaining some of those? Yeah, so I think, um, well, the first thing that um, I guess where it began uh, was really when I was when, when I was younger at home, I was always trying to find a way to create something and then either sell it to my family or sell it to someone who would buy it. And mm -hmm. I think that was kind of the beginning of my entrepreneurial and artistic journey um, in the home growing up. And I remember this one time <clears throat> we had some bamboo, I guess, 
bamboo sticks in the back of the yard and I was like, oh, what can I do to make some, you know, extra change? And so I started to cut it up and I sanded it and put a, a napkin in it and I started selling it around the street and I think they felt sorry for me and they bought it. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, after a few years that sort of led with a lot of sport in between that led to what I began in 2011, which was called Fresh Ukes. And so Fresh Ukes is now Hummy Order, which is just my own personal brand <clears throat> um, where I focus on sharing the indigenous message um, through um, through art, through carvings. Um, I focus mainly on doing those on instruments at this point in, in my life, and I feel like it's it's been pretty fun um, telling people's story through that. And I've been able to network and meet some really cool musicians and individuals and that sort of led to other things that I wanted to start and one of those was Shaka Tribe um, which began uh, I think yeah about two two and a bit years ago and I was like you know I really want to scale and work on scaling my art in a different way and I think this could be not only that but I wanted to help share this this message of story through product to a larger audience. And so then I started um, Shaka Tribe and we, Chalet and I worked on it pretty, we still work on it pretty extensively throughout the weeks and days and hours. Um, but yeah, that's sort of like a synopsis of my journey and different things that I've uh, worked on over the years. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for going into more depth on that. So you currently have your brand, Hamiora. Am I saying that mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Hamiora, nice. Okay. And then you also have your current company, Shaka Tribe, that you run with your wife. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. So Hamiora, that, I mean, I can tell that's a Maori word, but I, I don't speak Maori. So would you mind explaining mm -hmm. that and how you came up with that name for your company? Yeah, Hamiora... Um, so my name is Samuel or Sam and, uh, Hamiora was my fourth great grandfather and in, in English it's Sam. And so, uh, it was, yeah, it was, um, for me, I guess it was sort of like a tribute to my, my heritage and to my ancestry, um, to name it that. And for me personally, you know, I like, I like the name Hamiora. Um, and so I decided to call it that instead of Fresh Ukes, which was, <laughs> I was talking to this one guy and he's like, I was like, oh, you know, if I name it like my name, it's so long, like how are people going to remember it? And then this one guy who worked for Coca-Cola marketing, he said, well, do, do you think um, people no, Leonardo da Vinci as Leo or, you know, da Vinci or a short name. And so I was like, sort of that resonated with me for a few years. And then I was like, you know what, that makes more sense having a name, uh, using your own name in it. And so, you know, purely from an artistic point of view, at the same time, you know, I'm still like working through what to call it. You know, do I call it Samuel Mangaka here? Do I call it Hamiora? You know, what do I call it? I think for now, Hamiota works and we'll see what happens in the future. Mm -hmm. 
That's awesome. Wow, that is so beautiful how, how you're able to tie that back to your ancestry. And so, I mean, since you're an entrepreneur, it sounds like you've had like little touches with other major entrepreneurs that have affected the way that you do your business um, and your brand, if, if I'm understanding you correctly. And that's powerful. Um, but I kind of wanted to start off by getting to the to the basics like, so you're an artist. How did you discover your passion for art? Because as a student, and I'm like, I'm sure you struggled with this too. It's difficult to figure out what you're passionate about. And so yeah. if you wouldn't mind sharing your your thoughts on that, and if you have any advice. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a great question. And, you know, honestly, I ask myself to this day, it's like, you know, what what inspires me? Why am I doing this? And sort of to answer your question on, on like how um, how I sort of continued in this um, journey of following my passion and, and how did I find that? I think it just came from, you know, many years of um, just experimenting, being fearless in pursuing what I like to do rather than what people, what, people say you should like to do and what you should do as a job or a career or a profession or whatever it is, you know, what you're studying in school. We have so many external voices of what we should and shouldn't do. But I think one thing that I attribute um, most of my, um, I guess, successes and, and um, drive to, to follow what I want to do is my parents and my family and they're very artistic and and I grew up in a home where everyone well my mom and dad are both creative and they spent time and energy following that passion of theirs which has been very um, helpful and like educational for me growing up and that really helped me kind of springboard my ideas and what I wanted to do Initially, I, you know, I always knew that I liked creating stuff with my hands, but I never knew what, you know, what it could be and how that could develop into something. And I think it was when in 2011, when I was like, well, maybe, maybe someone out there would like this thing. And so I just started, I got really obsessed with this idea of, of putting design on like colorful ukulele. And um, from there, it was like, I found this passion and this drive to create something that people loved. And, and it sort of helped me, it, that carried with me through like a mission. Um, even when I was playing basketball, uh, I played, I played it, I spent so many hours playing basketball. Um, this is a very long way to answer your question, but no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try and cut it short. I'm sorry, but um, when I was playing basketball, I, I sort of tapped into more of this creative thing when I was in Nebraska, um, and I was like, "Wow, I love basketball, but this is really taken. I don't know. This is the joy of it isn't with me as much, and so I started to pivot. And I think that's one thing that helped me find out what I really love to do is just doing it." everything that I could possibly do. And so from basketball, it led to me coming to BYU Hawaii. And then from there, I, you know, I went into business competitions, I just sort of tested these ideas um, as much as I could, and meeting people and doing art. 
And I think, you know, this continual testing process allows me to figure out what I'd really like to do and what I don't. If it's all in theory and it's all sort of hypothetical, there's no real um, ability to test and to see what I truly love. And so, yeah, to find, for me, finding, finding what I really love to do is just, it's come down to experimenting and to, and to being fearless in that pursuit. Wow. <clears throat> I hope like all the students that are watching, like I hope they were taking notes because you just like gave such great advice in that answer. I love how you talked about the importance of being fearless um, because I totally agree with you. I think we all grow up and we're like, oh, like where I was told what it, we should and shouldn't do based upon like oh how much income will it bring or can you support other people with that or, or things like that but I love how you are, are a living example of your belief that no if I pursue what I'm passionate about then I can make it work and I can make it work yeah. really well and so I I think that's powerful because like you're still a young adult and so to be able to see someone not that much older um, is really inspiring and that they're pursuing their dream and I, I also love how you touched on the importance of experimenting. Um, I think a lot of times we just want to do something and just like settle with it because it's in our comfort zone and we're good. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I love how you talked about how it requires a lot of testing. So yeah, that's, for sure. that's awesome. So, I mean, all these skills, all these ideas that you're just talking about being fearless and experimenting, um, that's hard for people to learn. And so I was wondering, like, did you have any mentors, whether related to that or to your art um, at all, that have helped you along in your creative journey? And if so, how did you find them and what advice did they give you? Yeah, I've had many mentors and I, you know, I've been asked this question before and I think, um, I think everyone to me is a mentor um, and I, and I've been you know, blessed to meet many inspiring people. And I think it's honestly like the lens that you see things through allows you to um, receive different things that you need in your life and being aware of that um, blessing when it does come. I think as far as like BYU Hawaii is concerned, I've met, you know, all, a lot of my entrepreneurship teachers mentors um, my english professor you know i didn't realize i needed english that much until <laughs> you know until i had to really make a nice email to a to, to a client or to someone i needed to to connect with and i was like wow yep. i could probably learn a few more things about how to construct a persuasive like speech and so you know I, with me i love to like research on how to do that um and how to become really good at something but you know coming back to the mentorship um there's been so many teachers and like i think if i name one i have to name them all so i'm, I'm just just gonna leave it at that but um yeah everyone in like the pcc wherever wherever i've worked carving village i've i've received um, nuggets of inspiration along the way that I really needed. And I think one thing I love to do is just be curious about what helped them to, to find success, what helped them to sort of navigate the, 
major challenges that they had in their life. Um, the couple I'm staying here in Florida with is another mentor. Um, we actually met him at Sunset Beach. Um, wow. And <laughs> it, yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. And uh, I was surfing, um, at least trying to. And um, what's it called? Shalai. It started, uh, Shalai and I were there and it started to rain. And we helped. Shalai started helping them move their stuff off the beach. And I came along too. And, and we started, you know, asking them questions. And Mike, uh, he's very talkative. And so we just started chatting and he's like oh you know are you guys hungry i'm like yeah i'm always hungry and so he's like oh you know, where's a good place to eat and so we're like oh you know pounders is pretty good <laughs> and they're like oh sure but you know and then he's like did you want to come and we're like yeah we'd love to and so wow. from there it just fostered this pretty cool relationship um back and forth for a few months we kept in contact and um, right now, so our plan is to, to to travel around here, Florida a little bit, go to Disney World, and then head up to Washington, D.C. for the, um, what is it, the temple. So they haven't dedicated it yet, oh, the temple yeah. over in Washington. Yep. So we hope to visit with them in the temple. And so, you know, wow. like this this guy – I didn't even know, but he's um his cousin, his name's Jack. I forget the last name, but he helped the the founder of, of uh Walmart organize his company. And and he's he's created an incredible company. Um Wow. As well. He he's an HR and I just you know, I'm just fascinated by how he did it and what what he did to to have success because he he's great with people he's great with creating compensation plans with with companies and so what i've found is like being curious with with people who have had experience asking them many questions and then seeing seeing how you can help them i mean everything good has come from service initially and then off the service, then you, you get really curious about what they do. And then you find out more ways to help them. And then in turn, they're like, here's everything I have. Wow. And I think it's just an incredible give and take situation. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. Wow. What a small world. Yeah. Just from meeting some random guy on Sunset Beach. Then all of a sudden yeah. you wind up here and he's somehow related to... One of the guys who worked at Walmart and you're just yeah, getting all this awesome beginning. advice. Wow. It's incredible. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, I think that just goes to show us all of that. What you just said, like, oh, just simple acts of service can open up crazy doors that lead yeah. to some insane opportunities. So that's, that's powerful, that um, topic that you just hit on. Thank you so much. Um, so diving more into, into your business, um, so you explain the name of it, Hamiora, and what it means and what it represents. Um, do you have anything else 
to like any advice that you would give to students or young adults that are thinking about starting a business, uh, but they're not quite sure and they don't know where to begin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still I'm still very young in my process of figuring out what I'm doing, too. Um, I think coming back to this idea of experimenting is pretty uh, important to, to figure out. I think if you can have this like mindset of experimenting, you don't have to be a perfectionist. And so like I do art and so there's so many, there's so many times where I create something and I'm like, oh, that's just crap. Or it's like, <laughs> like, oh, I could, I could do so much better or, you know, this perfectionist mindset. And I think it's destructive in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. But if we can have the, the mentality of like, oh, this is an experiment. This piece that I'm doing is purely an experiment and a test. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's an improvement step for me, even though, you know, there's I have a certain standard for my work. If we can if we can think about it in that way, I feel like doing things that seem scary and are very unknown is more possible. And I think like starting a business, honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing either. Like there's, there's, Thank uh, you for your honesty. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Like there's so many things, there's tax, there's like um, inventory, um, the SKUs, there's, there's like, how do you, how do you create a successful marketing campaign? How, you know, where do you find your manufacturers? When you do buy product from, from either China or any, any other country, um, you know, there's, there's like um, a tax that you have to pay at the airport before you pick it up. Wow. Or there's like, there's, there's so many different levels of yeah, learning to go through. To be proficient at something and for it to actually cash flow positive, mm -hmm. and it's it's a scary thing. But really, what drives everything is this idea of um, providing some someone with something that gives them value and improves their life. Mm -hmm. And I think, like with with Shaka Tribe and with Hamiota, you know, Shaka Tribe and Hamiota are two very different things. Shaka Tribe. Yeah is more based on like um it's it's a it's a similar thing in a sense artistically but um business in a business sense it's a pretty different approach so shaka tribe are more interested in um telling a story through design on products that we use every day whether mm -hmm. it's a wallet or a journal um or, or you know it could be I don't know, a bag or a side bag, you know, whatever it is. Um, but to tell that story in a way that's open to the majority of the public and, and that people can can see and participate in and, and figure out values that matter to them yeah. and then teach them about this indigenous language, Polynesian designs, patterns that are thousands of years old that they can then too relate to and then say, hey, you know what? The value of loyalty in my life is important. I want... I want to embody this and this sort of design tells mm -hmm. that story and that's me. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to tell this 
this um, narrative um, through design rather than it just being a cool design, which it has yeah. to have both. It has to be cool, mm -hmm. but it also has to tell that story of meaning yeah. that gives life to things. And then with Hami Order, it's just um, very, it's a one-off piece. It's the only piece that you'll have in the world that's created specifically for your story. And so I love working on guitars specifically. And I think that that allows me to tell that story. But um, coming back to this idea of like, you know, what advice would you give to kids or to us starting a business? It's like, yeah, just be fearless, experiment and and find the purpose, find the reason why you want to do it. And if the yeah. reason why you want to do it is smaller than um, the results or, or in a different way to put it, the why has to be big enough for the how to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think if the why is there and it has purpose and it has depth and you put time into thinking about it, it's going to happen. If, if the how is bigger than the why, then most likely you'll burn out and, and just give up. Yeah. Which is okay because then you'll find another thing and you're like, okay, this is my why and now I know what I want to do. Yeah. And so either approach, you know, you just got to do something. Just start with the how, start with the why. I suggest you start with the why first. It takes a lot mm -hmm. of thinking. And, and I'm constantly figuring out like, like how can I tap into this why a little deeper rather than focusing on the results, more so on the why. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I love that. It's such a powerful quote. Make sure that your why is bigger than the how. That's so true because I, I think that that just like inspires me so much because I think with entrepreneurship, you're worried like, oh, what if I do this thing and I fail? Well, that's okay because if it yeah. if it's still like if you're still seeking to fulfill your why you'll figure out the how mm -hmm. so what you just said there was powerful thank you so much for sharing that um and for for all the advice that you've given during our conversation now um we want to be sure to bring on your wife so would she be able to join on just for a couple minutes yeah sure let me let me go get her okay sounds good <laughs> Hi, Shalay. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm... Yep. <laughs> she was just working on some stuff as we speak. Oh, nice. Yep. Wow. Well, I feel like I'm looking at a power couple here. Like, <laughs> I think that Boom. is so cool how the both of you are working on a company together. Um, that's powerful. So, Shalay, I just wanted to hear some of your thoughts, like, with sam and like all of his creative energy and everything and and now you're here for the ride what what's your experience been what are your thoughts yeah it's it's definitely been an amazing experience i think um i just i think if there's anyone out there that has a husband like sam or a partner like sam i think the biggest thing that i've learned is just supporting through everything and I just love seeing um, and learning from Sam and his experience and I think it's really fun that we can work together and build a business together and I I think it's amazing we get to spend a lot of time together and yeah it's it's really fun yeah I think it's the other way around 
<laughs> the learning and the you know the lessons that Shalai has been able to teach me very invaluable. I think having that sort of dynamic of support, but both ways, it's not just one ways, it's definitely both ways, it has to be that way, yeah. um, allows you to work together and achieve things that sort of you, you both collectively want to achieve, but also have a very different approach as well. And that's, you know, we're learning how to do that. Um, but it's been a very like fun and uh, inspiring journey. Yeah, I learned so much from Sam. I think one of the biggest things is like he was talking about mentorship earlier and he was saying, oh, a lot of people are my mentors. And I think one of Sam's strengths is asking the right questions because he could meet the total like randomest person. You don't know anything about them or maybe they're not even an entrepreneur and they work at a grocery store, but just asking the right question, you can learn something fr from that person still, from yeah. whatever their experiences are, whatever job they do. If you ask the right question, then you'll find out something that you didn't know before, or that can just make you mm -hmm. ponder about different things. Mm -hmm. So Definitely. Wow, that is so cool. I love how the audience and, and me included, we're just able to witness your love for each other and, and how much you support one another. Um, I think whether you're married or not, you have to find that support group or else it's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's very difficult to move forward. So the fact that you two are able to rely on one another is, is awesome. And um, how the learning goes both ways, no matter what you say, Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's, you know, I still have a lot of learning. We both do. And I think like Shelley was mentioning about mentorship. I think like we, I, I think if I was to say, you know, Shelley said my strength. So I, you know, I feel like Shelley's strength is to be sensitive and receptive to people. Um, just, yeah, to people and, and seeing and picking up on those subtle subtle things they need and I think you know sometimes most of the time I try and go in with a with a you know just being curious about who they are but I think sometimes like like I love entrepreneurship and so I'm always seeking on how to um, learn and gain and find and and you know just like try and draw it out of people but I think just being curious about who they are rather than what they can give is also a very important aspect yeah. in entrepreneurship that I learned from Chalet rather than, you know, what can I, how is this in exchange? You know, what can we do here? But rather just like loving them and seeing them for who they are um, beyond anything that they perceivingly can give. And I think that's real entrepreneurship. It's like, you know, with Christ when he went and taught in in the most um sort of humble circumstances he was able to to learn the most and also teach i think you know as as we both sort of focus on those two strengths because you you sort of need both um to learn and to progress i think you know you can learn a lot um just seeing the paradox in in those two sort of situations mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, making sure that you're make, 
like that the other person feels valued and yeah. that you're also open and receptive to learning. That's awesome. Yeah, you two complement each other very well. That's so cool to be able to see. Um, and that's wonderful how you're able to use that to not only bless your own lives, but bless the lives of so many other people. So mm -hmm. that's powerful. Yeah, I have no doubt that we'll see you on like some magazine someday mm -hmm. <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. most wanted. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's so cool. Well, I just wanted to ask you guys, um, we're kind of get winding down here, but what is the overall dream for your business, for your brand, um, for your lives? What's like the, the big vision? Yeah. What is the big vision? If you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's always developing. I think it's okay that it is developing because we go through different stages and everything else. Um, I don't know. So we have this uh, sort of our why for Shaka tribe. We'll start there and see what happens. It's mm -hmm. we exist. No, Shalai can say it. What are we? What's our why? <laughs> so our why is we exist to inspire loyalty, strength, and courage through deep-rooted connection. So that's what we do with Shaka tribe is teach values through these products. But I was going to say like for the big picture and overall goal, I was thinking of like that just brought up to me in my mind, like how blessed we've been um, from other mentors around us and other people. And I was just thinking like one of our ultimate goals is to be those mentors who can teach and take care and nurture for people like us who are trying to learn and grow up our business. It's like we eventually well, now we want to help as many people as we can, but I hope that we can take care of people like we've yeah. been so blessed with yeah. our mentors. Yes. So, here, here, I agree. I think that's like, yeah, when I think about it in the end, like what's the end goal is definitely to be that mentor that once, you know, was a mentor for me and Chalet. Uh, and it's just such a fulfilling process. Like I remember on the mission, when you have that opportunity to tell tell or teach or reach someone about the gospel, it's such an incredible transformational process. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same way with knowledge, with learning, with truth. When you share that, it sort of liberates people in a way that then they can be self-sufficient and find their why, find their purpose and just run with it and unlock their divine potential in the process. And it's like, if we, you know, facilitating that is pretty incredible. And I think, you know, as an extension right now with what we can do with products and with um, art pieces, that's sort of our purpose as well. It doesn't change. It's not like, okay, now we're going to teach. It's like, mm -hmm. it's sort of an ongoing process of, testing and, and doing that as we as we learn it's like learn something then teach something mm -hmm. i think you know hopefully we can live our ultimate goal today but then also be you know be at a point later on doing that ultimate goal you know i don't think we need to wait to do the ultimate goal we should practice now and then we can sort of refine it um, later on mm -hmm. I love that. I love how you both touched on that, that we don't have to wait to live our dream. We can live it now. Um, yeah. 
by always giving the knowledge that, you know, we've received, but then also learning as much as we can. I, I love that. I love that. I think in this conversation we've had, we've broken a lot of like barriers that I think people have like, oh, I'm too afraid to do this because I'm not doing what I should be doing or, yeah. you know, what you just said that, oh, I can't pursue my dream until I've done this, this and this. But actually, no, you can do it right now. And so I think like, for, wow, like for me, just like talking to both of you, this has been so <laughs> inspiring. And I hope that it is for our for our viewers as well, just to be able to see that um, life is not just in a box. You can do more. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Our box changes every day. Yep. Every yeah. single day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, um, Chalet, do you have anything else to add? Any other words of wisdom? <laughs> In no, I think yeah, I just want to encourage everyone out there like to um yeah, not be afraid to do it do what they think they can, despite what people say. Like people always tell us hey, um, like, what's your source of income? Because <laughs> they see us just out doing our own thing. And we're like, mm -hmm. honestly, mm -hmm. like, we're kind of just winging it and hoping that it works out. Yeah. And that's really hard, like, you know, to tell your parents or your friends, like, yeah, mm -hmm. we're we, to trust yourself and like, mm -hmm. trust that you really have a passion and you want to do that. I yeah. think is the hardest part is just like yeah. making that decision like, okay, we're going to stop doing everything and just focus on this. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just don't be afraid to do that. If it doesn't work out, I, it, something will along the way. You'll meet the right mm -hmm. people and you'll develop the skills to do something great. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Powerful yeah. words of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much, Shalay. I was like, we can't end without hearing from her. Like, <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing that. Wow. Well, we're gonna go ahead and um end our podcast here, but we just want to thank you both so much for your time, for the advice that you've given. Um, wow, just for your great example. So we're so thankful for the both of you. And we appreciate your time. And we hope that you enjoy your wonderful vacation in Florida. Enjoy Disneyland. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thanks. That was fun. Okay. Well, you both have a good night, okay? Okay. So you guys awesome. too. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It was so fun. I hope you guys enjoyed some of it. Oh, my gosh. Don't <laughs> worry. We enjoyed all of it. <laughs> Don't worry. Yep. Well, you both have a good night. Bye. Okay. Bye. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much to everyone who watched this incredible podcast. I hope you were taking notes. And if not, you might want to go back and watch it again, because there was a lot of amazing things that we just learned from Sam and Chalet. So don't forget to tune in next Monday as we have Brian Chambers as our guest for our Mentoring Monday podcast on May 23rd at 3 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And our Aloha Friday podcast this week We'll be having PJ Rogers as our guest on May 20th at 3 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Thank you so much for joining us and aloha. <laughs>